Hi there, and welcome to Not Just Reality, a podcast dedicated to good, bad, and maybe embarrassing TV. Hi guys, and welcome back to our podcast. I'm Tamara. And I'm Jade. Hello, beautiful people all over the world. Join Hands Love Train. We're back. Another week. Another again. Another again. Before we jump into this week's episode, what all is happening in Married at First Sight world? Married at First Sight storia. Math storia. You know, I'm honestly, I don't know if it's just me or if it's the things that I'm looking at now, but like, I don't see much anymore. Mm. So now I don't know, is, is, this, is, is this a relevant segment? Because <laughs> hmm. I haven't been seeing anything and I don't know why. I'd be happy to ditch it. I'm not keeping up with anyone. So you just say say the word. Let me know. And yeah. I mean, lately I just haven't really seen much, and I don't know why. Maybe everybody's just minding their business, laying low. That is true. That is true. Yeah, so I guess it could be interesting when Morgan is able to post what she has to say about things. God. Yeah, I think maybe... Um, yeah, maybe when they, the actual current cast can post, but as of now, like, nothing is going on. So, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, y'all, but I have nothing to report. Oh, wait, look, um, what's his name? Who? Um, from the Houston season. Gil? No. Oh, Zachary. Um, Jose, Jose. <laughs> um, he closed um, his third investment property um, to expand his real estate portfolio. So, that's exciting. Hmm. He said, visualization partnered with manifesting, whiteboard included. If you don't do it today, tomorrow may never come. Give God all the glory for all the opportunities he's given me. I do nothing without him. Now, that is beautiful. All right. So, obviously, nothing's going on here for episode 15. (laughs) Grateful and blessed, y'all. Here's a a word. If y'all are out there thinking about purchasing your third investment property, go for it. So episode 15 is titled, Are You My Person? Um, we kick this episode off with our standard intro from Pastor Cal. Um, there's a song playing when it starts. It says, you are killing me slowly. <laughs> Am I still trying to rewind the time? It's Did you get the, the melody songs, for that? They, I, not to, I unfortunately can't um, mm. perform, but they had some really interesting <laughs> songs this, week, this episode. I was like, ooh. Yeah, so it looks yes. like... We don't waste any time. Usually, you know, they start the episode off with people waking up or getting ready to do something. And we just kind of start off where we left off last time, which is after that dodgeball game. Each couple is, I mean, not each couple, each team is still together. Miguel's still talking to his team, and Lindy is still talking to her team, and we're just in shambles. Mm-hmm. Miguel acknowledges how nasty he has been this week, <laughs> just downright <laughs> nasty. Um, Mitch is some, for some reason talking to us in his talking head. It sounds like he has all the answers and he knows that Lindy just isn't submissive the way Miguel is expecting her to be. Well, he said subservient. Oh, subservient. I wrote that, but I was like, I'm sure he did not say that. <laughs> he said it. Subservient. I was like, That's what my note said, but I was like, that seems weird. Okay. Okay. He's not, she's not subservient. Um. Lindy talks about all the certain costs there are to being in this thing with Miguel. She's boohoo and sobbing. She's feeling filtered. She's going like on and on and on about this. 
trying to find the compromise. Alexis is chiming in that it's not always clear how to fight for each other. Mitch talks about finding balance between like being you and being like a married person. Like how do you manage the two? Nate's talking about teamwork and partnership. Lindy is still just crying. I can't be controlled. I don't know what to do. Blah, blah, blah. Um, any other things before they meet up? Um, Alexis told mm. um, Lindy that, you know, they should try and compromise in the moment. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I don't really know what that means. And to keep fighting for each other. Alexis is just an interesting gal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she says just... you have to figure out how to fight for each other. That's mm. part of it. It's the day-to-day struggle. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> day-to-day struggle. Oh, goodness. So yeah, that's, yeah, that's all I got from that. Okay. I'll finish this out with this scene. Let you take the next one. But okay. Uh, at some point... Miguel finds Lindy, and he asks to join her. She's sitting on a bench. He, in fact, does not join her. He stands up at a post over top of her, which is just poor body language when you're trying to connect with someone. You don't stand over top of them and talk. Um, <laughs> so that's the vibe we're on. Uh, and she's kind of going off. She's like, you were angry, and I, I could tell you were angry. And he's like, no, I wasn't angry. I was annoyed, which is not true. Um, she says she, at this point, she doesn't even want to get in the car with him to ride home. He says it wasn't that he was angry, but his heart rate was elevated and he was just raw butt about the situation. What? That's what he said, raw butt. Most people, <laughs> I think, would say like butt hurt, but raw hurt? Wait, raw what? butt. You know, but like when your butt's raw, when it's chafed like a baby diaper. Wow. Okay. So he was raw butt about the situation. <laughs> uh lindy tells us or she's saying that she's telling him but she's like you really discounted my reality and made me doubt myself which is like almost the word for word definition of gaslighting but i think if she were to tell him that he gaslit her then he'd be like no i didn't and so choosing our words at this point um it just doesn't seem good between these two Sorry, my pet wants to leave this space. <laughs> and so if you heard a scratching, it's not a ghost, it's him. Go ahead and take us into the next scene. Well, we, oh wait, is this where we do Lindy and Miguel? Where they're, yes, okay, so Lindy and Miguel. So Lindy and Miguel are like sitting on a bench somewhere. We're still in this scene, y'all. We can't leave. Oh, did I not finish it? Shoot. No, because they're still sitting, they're still, they had their one-on-one. It was just them together. That's what I just said. Oh, <laughs> I thought this was still with the group. My apologies. No, no. So this did you is get him. the part where he said that he was annoyed and his heart rate was up because of the game? I said all that. Okay, so <laughs> I said he, I wanna, his heart rate was elevated and okay, he was yeah. raw, but well, let's let's bring it back to that because that actually really stood with me. <laughs> so your heart is elevated and you're raw, but or hurt or whatever. And so my issue with this was that it felt like a lot of excuses. <laughs> It was. Like, it I was. Just, I just was like, so because your heart's elevated, because you're playing a game, like, what does it have to do with anything? Like, I just was really confused. Um, and I I saw him on, what's the show called? Afterwards? After Party. After Party. And he's lost, like, at least 20 pounds. So I was Stress. like, goodness. 
<laughs> it was probably from this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he said that, unfortunately, you know, wa- watching this back, he could see that he was exhibiting signs of, like, machismo energy. Mm. Um, and he Is really, that they were going to explain this away? I mean, I, I feel like... Yeah, basically that's what mm. he said. He was just like, I, you know, he takes full responsibility for like the way he acted. And, you know, it was just a lot. Um, so I, while I'm glad that he has uh, the self-awareness to like realize that he was acting a complete fool that past weekend, like I'm shocked that Lindy is still very much wanting to like move forward. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, I think just because like this was just one red flag after another and she is still very much like no like we can do this blah 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 and he's the one who's just like well no maybe we can't I don't know it's just very strange so I'll, I'll, I'll just leave us with that because I just I don't know what I feel about them so anyways we get into uh, some footage of them like driving everyone's driving kikiing oh we're heading back home it's been a great weekend I guess um, Alexis and Justin are in the car. Um, I noted that Alexis was once again driving. Mm-hmm. Um, and Alexis says that Nate and Stasha were talking about how freaky Stasha is. And she says <laughs> she wishes she could be freaky too. <laughs> Justin says, you can. You can be, and baby. She, and she says, we have <laughs> other issues. <laughs> she says, well, we have other issues that we need to work on. So then he says, well, we just had, we just did it one time. It was just that one time. And he was like, yeah, I'm going to work on my stamina. I'm going to get on the treadmill. Mm. And then she asked if they have machines that work on your thrusts. Wow. Wow. <laughs> did you get that? Did you, did you hear that? I heard all of that. Um, Girl, I'm like, what? I even <laughs> rewound a little bit because I was like, well... Um, <laughs> and they just and they just took it out. I was like, "Wow, mm-hmm. I don't even, I don't even know what to say." I think it's, I mean, now the way she addresses things, as we've said before, is very like inappropriate, mixed company kind of thing. Probably not the thing you should talk about in the car or on camera with your partner. But oh my God. she don't have a problem embarrassing this man. Um, I think that was the moment that really made him take a turn, honestly, <laughs> from this, because he, because ever since then, we got, we got issues with him, but honestly, like, that was just so nasty. It was, I wanted, the, I wanted to see what else was filmed, because I'm sure he said something back after that. What could he um, have said? I, I just, I don't, I wonder how the conversation ended after you said, like, other things to help you with the thrust, like, what happens next? <laughs> <laughs> I want to know. Um, I do think it was interesting, though, because, you know, before he said it lasted all night, but now he's saying he needs to work on his stamina, and I'm like, hmm. Yeah, things change, you see. And apparently the thrusting. <laughs> so he's going to get on the treadmill to work on his sexual stamina? I don't know, girl. This was just so And what is just this one time? Have they only had sex that one time? It sounds like it. I don't think they're having sex again. I'm I mean, sure they she's definitely probably are. Like, like, he's already going to be so just, like, on edge because I mean that <laughs> statement obviously she wasn't very happy with the sex and this is just a disaster. I think they should just go ahead and call it. So yeah, so it's moving forward. It's not good. It's not good at all. So then Kristen and Mitch are in the car. Um she asked what his favorite part of the weekend was. He said it was her. She hmm. was in a good mood and they were having fun and things were just going great. Um, apparently Mitch is about to head out and go to a conference and the timing is not ideal. 
but he's hoping that, you know, distance will make the heart grow fonder and that they will miss each other. Um, Kristen says she is troubled about single Mitch and what will happen when he travels for this conference. Mm. I didn't, uh, this was really weird to me. I, I wasn't, uh, her being like super concerned about him going for a work conference was just weird. Um, it seemed like it was only going to be a couple of days. It wasn't like he was gone for a whole week. So I guess mm -hmm. I was just very confused at the apprehension, um, which makes me think that there's no way that they can say yes on decision day either because it's just mm. like so fragile. Yeah, I mean, I think for her, I think she was just mainly like referring to like the timing isn't great because we're a week from decision day. And... I learned later on in the episode that he's going to this thing the same day they're getting back. So like they're going to get back. He's going to pack up and leave and then be gone for, I guess the week, another week. They, this was a retreat weekend, I'm guessing. So, mm -hmm. so I guess he's going some like portion Monday, the week. So like Monday to like, I think Wednesday. Cause later on the episode, yeah. I'm like, what? So yeah, maybe Monday to Wednesday or Monday to Thursday, I guess. Yeah, which is still, like, this is, like, right before decision day. They're trying to continue. I think they're high from the retreat. So I understand why she feel like it's less than ideal. But this whole talk, again, of single Mitch, I don't think is, like, really soothing anyone's anxiety either. So I don't understand. We're, you're married. So even if you go to a work conference, you're still married. Yeah. Unless you aren't, if you're single Mitch. I don't know. I don't know either. It's very confusing. Um, mm -hmm. So hope that they can, um, I don't know, do something. Um, do you want to take Lindy and Miguel or would you like me to take it? I can do them. So last time though. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot. They're, they're sitting on the couch. She says she's happy the retreat is over. She hated every minute of it. Oh, um, so now his ears are perking up because she said something negative. Um, he's concerned. He wonders, like, what if they don't work through these problems? Lindy and her ever-optimistic self, she says, it's not unsolvable. Marriage just takes work. This is just a tiny hiccup. He doesn't like that she called it a tiny hiccup either because to him this felt big because this man's been a raging maniac for the better part of a week. And, <laughs> and so, obviously it's, it's her fault. <laughs> yeah, because she's saying it's a hiccup. She doesn't even acknowledge his anger. How dare she? And she's saying she doesn't expect it to be perfect, but, you know, this is just one of the things they have to figure out. That's kind of all I got. It's just, we're spinning our wheels. Yeah, literally they just keep saying the same things over and over. This She's like, this is what marriage is. It takes work. They've known each other for eight weeks. And he's already like, oh, this is mm -hmm. too big. I'm like, well, then leave. Like, well, then go. Can't deal. Can't deal with any of this drama. So then um, we get Stasha and Nate. Um, they are touring her new home. Um, that Their she, new oh, home. Oh, I'm sorry. Excuse me. Really? <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. They're touring um, their home. Um, she says that she has to compromise but wants them to both agree on how to live in the space together. Um, a lot of contradictions here, so, so stay with me, y'all. Um, she says she likes to keep it very clean. Like, there was nothing on the counters. Nothing. Um, a very small fridge, like a like a vintage style fridge. Very yeah, confusing. I don't think that's staying there. Okay, I'm I just like, not. what is this? Um, she says that she doesn't like dirty dishes in the sink, and so they go a little back and forth about how he likes to keep it clean too. And she's like, well, babe, you know, just know. I was like, oh my god. Um, they go out to this incredibly small 
patio area. Um, she wants to lay concrete outside because she doesn't want to deal with maintenance. Mm-hmm. Um, he volunteers to lay out some turf, which I can imagine would probably take all of five hours since that space is so small. Um, but I, I defer to your judgment. Um, Nate said he's very concerned about the house. He said it's very white. And with children, it's just going to get dirty. But she says she's going to teach her kids not to touch anything. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. She's, she's got um, new skills, it seems. The first parent <laughs> to successfully tell their kids to not touch anything in the home. We'll see. And they listen to it, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then they go into the bathroom. He's like in the shower, in the bathtub, in the bathroom. She's like, oh, well, let's make a deal. I was like, oh, Lord. Um, honestly, y'all, Stasha is me. I am Stasha. But like the lack of like self-awareness here is like, it was just, it's just insane to me. Like you're saying <laughs> that you want this to be y'all's home, but then you're dictating literally everything from room to room to room about how you want it is, is nuts. Yeah, it's a bit uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> I was, I was, it was awkward. I was like, I wouldn't even want to be in there. Yeah. It's just too much. Yeah. And I mean, the, and didn't she say she wanted a dog at, at one point? Oh my God. I think she did. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? I mean, the house is beautiful, right? But it's not lived in. It's not ready to be lived in. Uh, He is commenting on how everything is, like, extra white. Like, the carpet is white. You know, most carpets are, like, brown or, like, some kind of speckled. And then she says something about putting on socks so that the oils from your feet won't get (laughs) on the carpet. That's correct. So now you got to wear socks in your own home to not stain the carpet. (laughs) Then God forbid you bring a dog into the house. And God forbid they might get sick, which dogs do. Gracie threw up on the carpet, what, two weeks ago. Yeah. I mean, dogs, you know, they, they live in breathing things. So I'm just like, girl, what is this? So she likes white carpet. She had these big, fat white pillows on the couch, which is, <laughs> again, Nate was like, this is, uh, everything is like white. <laughs> and I love a white, but come on. I don't know about, I don't know if I would ever pick out white carpet. That just sounds like you're asking for problems. What about plants? Like, what if, like, you take a plant? Oh, she had a monster. That thing was dying. I don't think she takes care of plants well. She probably needs a cactus. She, or like a, yeah. The bathroom was nice. I liked, like, the black hexagon tile. Yeah, that was nice. That was nice. It's not very realistic for uh, a young couple about to start a family, no, I would say. it's not. So, and oh, I guess, okay. like, it's such a nice house. You would want to entertain, but how can you That's entertain like that? She probably is not going to do that. I mean, but I think she would want to because it seems like she really wants to. I think that she really does love him. And I think that she does want to, like, have people over and build a life together. But he's going to really have to work on her in terms of, like, this rigidness. Like, I think that's going to be a working thing. It probably will. I think she's willing to work on it, though. It's just, like, right now, like, ooh. Yeah. I don't know if I want to be bringing my stuff up in there either. Like, you know what you going to say about my suitcase? It's been in the airport, so it can't come on the carpet. Like, And then girl, also, like, I wear, I wear coconut oil. So, like, I, you want me to not put coconut oil on my legs because the don't, oils are going to no, come girl, on the carpet? No, girl, that's going to on the couch. Girl, please. You have to wear sweatpants only. A disgrace. <sighs> Okay. Ooh, I got a good one. Okay. Let me tell you what happens next. We see Justin in some vehicle. Um, I think it's a production vehicle because it has a letter on the back of it. Anywho's. 
He's headed to pick up Maya after she's been gone almost the entire season. So I'm going to say about six or seven weeks-ish. Remember, she was only supposed to be there for two. He tells us that she bit another dog while um, she was in training, and so she's not able to come home. How did that even happen? You know, I don't know, because every time I see these dogs, they're in these outdoor kennels. Um, They're very similar to, like, uh, cages that you would see, like, a tiger at the zoo. Um, Which is just not very humane for the tiger, for a dog. I'll save my commentary for that. Let me just mute myself. Okay. Um, So he goes to pick her up. She is the same place we left her, and she is actually alive. She doesn't look emaciated. I did take note that she looks like, you know, healthy size, not much different than when he dropped her off, which is good. And she's white as well, so she didn't seem, like, filthy or anything, just checking her overall condition. She seemed happy to see him. Um, He says his best friend Chris will be taking her, and so he's going to come down and get her and take him to take her to wherever he lives um justin is saying you know she's not she's a really great dog she just had a bad moment and apparently she will be leaving (laughs) california (laughs) mute yourself (laughs) and so uh maya he says this is the last time he will see her in california he's walking around with her she seems to walk well in the leash she seems to be happy that he's there he says he's gonna take her to the house and once they're at the like the mutual house he's gonna just put keep her in the kennel which i'm like this poor dog does not need more kennel time i don't think that's the best thing uh alexis had offered to go to her apartment with newton but justin wants everyone to be together he doesn't feel like she has to leave and you know he's just wanting to spend time with maya before she transitions to his friend chris okay tamra what do you want to say <laughs> okay all right um so first and foremost mm. How does how, how are these animals contained here? Like how are they being introduced to each other? It is very strange that you bring your dog to a training facility and then she has now bit another dog. Mhm. Um also, he keeps saying that this is just a bad moment. Does he mean the moment of like this year or like because this she has bit at least two dogs now that we know about. Yeah, so these I are mean, bad moments. Like, I, I'm thinking, I would blame the owner, not the dog. The exact, absolutely. That's the thing. I don't, I'm not even. This isn't even about Maya. So did like, she have a bad li- moment, or did he have a bad moment? I don't think he knows. Like honestly, like he is not a great pet owner. Mm. Like I feel like he is not doing Maya um, any good by being her father. Um, he is not able to really look at his dog and assess like what she needs, like what's best for her. Like he mentioned that she like protected him from situations he didn't know he needed protecting. And it's like, is that her job? Like, I, I just don't, I don't, I don't like that. He feels like everything is fine it's really just that for his marriage he needs to like rehome his dog and it's it's not really about that like I feel like he is not able to lead or guide or be a good father to this dog like Mm -hmm. there's no reason why she is still having why she's still having these issues with other dogs and this aggression like I think he thinks it's funny or maybe thinks it's cute that she protects him 
but that's not good for her nervous system. It's not good for her. It sounds like she's always on edge. Like, I don't think we're providing a safe enough space for her. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I personally think that when she, when, when Chris showed up, oh, we haven't, have we gotten there yet? No, we're not there yet. Not okay, there sorry. yet. Okay. Sorry. I won't jump ahead. But like, I do feel like he's just not a good dog owner. I, okay. I don't think, I just don't think he's good. And, um, he said that he's doing what he has to do as a man, a leader and a husband. I, I disagree. We'll, we'll come back to it. We'll be right back. <laughs> I just, I'm so upset. I'm so upset. Go ahead and take us to the next, but, next but, part. But one, one more thing. So I did notice <laughs> that when he went and got her, I, too, was looking at Maya to see if she had been, you know, injured, uh, if she was walking with a limp or something. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure he, like, looked her over to make sure that she was good before leaving. Um, because when I took Gracie to her trainer for, like, I believe she was there for two weeks, I looked her up and down. And I remember she had, like, two, like, bug bites or, like, two spots where she was bleeding. Mm. I was like, what's this? <laughs> I was like, well, how did this happen? Yeah. And, you know, she's a blonde dog, so, like, everything shows. I was like, why is she red right here? So, like, I just hope that he really, like. <laughs> well, that's the, the thing. Time. You know, it's not my dog, but I'm just looking from TV. Right. If it was I'm my dog, looking. I would have picked him up, gave him, you know, a very thorough once, twice over. Just yeah. in the same way you would do if you picked your child up from Absolutely. somewhere. Literally, you just I check was, your child. I was pulling on limbs. I was, like, slightly pulling on, like, her, her legs, her lower. I was just like, let me make sure everything's good. And, and of course, they were sending me photos. So I was zooming in on photos and being like, what happened here? And they're like, oh, mm-hmm. just, you know, we're at a ranch. So I'm sure a mosquito better. I'm like, mm. <laughs> but like, mm-hmm. you know, I just, I just don't think he's a good dog owner and I'm just leaving it at that. All right. So let me move on to Nate's Dosh. <laughs> <laughs> so they're at, I thought is like a hardware store, but mm-hmm. it's, it's like so many things there. Um, so we're looking at door handles, um, looking at toilets, looking at all sorts of things. Um, I was like, please get on Amazon because half of those door handles, I feel like you could get for a lower price. Um, but Stasha's he, not getting knobs and pulls off Amazon. I mean, get but real. I feel like to keep the wealth you got, you got to be smart. And sometimes you don't need to pay $25 for one Stasha door handle. Stasha makes $425,000 a year. I'm just saying. All right. So the things that he's choosing are like very minimalistic like just like gold white black she doesn't like his taste she keeps making all these crazy faces um, <laughs> he was picking out weird stuff though it was like cocktail well like, i think he was dogs. just being ridiculous but then at some point he did just reference like a, a very plain gold handle um and she was just like oh um she tells him that in the garage she can have full reign she mentions that she doesn't want to dominate everything um, they start looking at toilets. She says she wants a bidet. He says that's crazy. <laughs> He's never used one. Um, he says that he wants to be able to have his own personality in this house because otherwise he'll feel like he's living in her home. Um, so then they start having this weird conversation where he says he's going to let her prioritize the living room. And she's like, what are you talking about? And he's like, yeah, I'm just going to let you prioritize the living room. I'll just let you do what you want to do. And she's like, what? And I think she was so confused because it's like, what are you talking about? Like, she can prioritize whatever she wants as her home. And I just, he started getting annoyed. And I was just like, this is a fucking disaster. Um, so I, that's pretty much all that happened. Did you catch anything else? Um... <laughs> No, I think that part, that priority conversation had her really thrown off. Because um. <laughs> it's like, how are you going to tell me what I'm going to prioritize? 
Because then, it's our house. But then also she's like, but then that's how I know that like she doesn't think it's their house. She thinks it's her house because her coded language of, oh, I'm going to let you have some input or, oh, I'm going to let you, you know, voice what you feel. Girl. I mean, that's the thing, though. He was like, I'll give you 50 percent input. And she was like, like, what that? does that mean? Right. <laughs> 50 per- like, if you want to prioritize something, I'll let you prioritize that. But you can't do everything. I think that's what you're trying to say. But then, you know, the vibe shifts, and he's like, I'm shopped out. Yeah. I mean, because I, I it was just, it was a lot. I was just like, this is not going to work. Um, so, yeah. We'll see where it goes. All right. Back to where we just were. Um, Justin has arrived at the mutual apartment with... Maya and uh, Baloo is there too, Justin's cat. Uh, they're all playing, everything's going fine. And uh, knock at the door. <laughs> it is Chris, which is supposed to be Justin's best friend, I believe. Um, yeah, that's what he said. Yeah, this is like his best friend who lives 17 hours away for some reason. I don't know. So, where do we think he is? <laughs> I think somewhere up the coast, like maybe in Washington. I don't know how far oh. 17 hours is from I mean, San Diego. I mean, technically 17 hours from San Diego, I think it's probably Seattle. Well, that's Washington, yeah. Because I was like, maybe it's Nevada, but that's not 17 hours. No. Um, so I was like, I don't understand. So yeah, it says here, oh yeah, San Diego to Seattle is 19 hours. Okay, She's so maybe just before that. Or something, which I think would be a great place for my... She, she needs, looks like a winter dog, yeah. She needs to rest and relax. So Justin's telling Chris kind of about the how we've come to this decision. And my one question that I have throughout this <laughs> is, is Chris prepared to train her? Because Justin did not ask about any additional training um, that she will need in order f- to make her a more well-rounded, more well-rounded dog. He's just kind of like, well, she loves, uh, Chris is the only person she loves more than me. I think she'll do great, blah, 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 blah. But what about what she actually needs in order to function? Does anyone care? Does anyone care? Chris is going to do a a much better job. I would hope so, but did we ask him? I don't know. He didn't say anything. He didn't say nothing. That's what I'm telling you. He don't need no animals. But that's (laughs) that's the thing. Okay, because Chris is saying that him and his girlfriend or wife or whatever thinking about getting a dog i'm like well if you in this okay you're all you're i'm assuming a young couple similar age to justin justin's only 33 and so y'all get this dog but this is not this is not just a puppy this dog is going to need intervention this dog is seven years old i think they said well yeah because yeah. he picked her up off the streets literally i don't believe a damn word but, that's what he said. <laughs> but okay she's seven <laughs> years old so she's an older dog, not very old, but just older. And this is not like, oh, this cute little puppy that can be introduced to a bunch of things. She already has things she's fearful of, places that wouldn't be good for her to go. She's going to take a lot of effort for her to be that calm of a dog. She seems fine around people, but if, I mean, I've never been to Seattle. You've been to Seattle. Seattle has a lot of dogs. Is it like Um, Austin? Let me think. Honestly, not really. Okay. And I don't know if it's because it's just so cold and dreary and wet, but I didn't see a lot of dogs everywhere. Now, maybe like in the in the suburbs, maybe, maybe Portland, because technically Portland is 17 hours away, so maybe in Portland. But even I've been to Portland, I didn't see a lot of dogs either. I don't know. Maybe that's best for mine. Okay. So that they, can they need to be prepared to do her. work. And I, no I, matter I, how long he's known her and loved her, yeah. 
I think that he needs to continue to because I don't know she finished training but she didn't did she not graduate I don't know what happened she I mean honestly literally like she did something where he was trying to give her a tree and it's like again why does she deserve a tree and he says well I guess because it's like it it feels like he's trying to like butter her up like it's all about him like I Maya is not well it is because he's like this is the last time I'm gonna see her yeah I, I just Maya's not the issue here so he he gives her something and I guess she just sat there and he was like look at that training girl and I'm like so was it obedience? Tra- like, <laughs> so Alexis shows up. Surprise, surprise. Uh, she says she's there to support him, and Justin is happy to see her because he thought he was gonna have to give his dog away all by himself. Oh Take note of this scene because this is important. Um, mm-hmm. So they pack up all her stuff. Alexis is helping to carry the bed out. <laughs> you know, put down the crate. They throw Maya in the back of this BMW. Um, Justin is, like, looking off into the distance. Maya just gets in the car and, like, sits down. I guess she doesn't know where she's going, but it's just sad for her. And then there's a song playing, and it's, you know, because I'm wondering if I'll see you again. uh, Chris just, you know, chucks a deuce and drives off with his, you know, new dog. (sighs) Meanwhile, Alexis is there to comfort, comfort Justin. Uh, she asks about his emotions, and he says it's hard. She's uh, has her hand on his thigh um, as she's offering the support to him. He really hopes that this shows her that he's in it, and he asks if this means anything to her. And she's like, well, yeah, it means a lot, uh, but I want you to know like, it doesn't mean everything. I don't want you to think that, you know, just because I gave away Maya for you, that that means, you know, nothing else matters. She asked him not to throw it in her face, um, that he gave his dog up, and this is all, all going to be relevant, um, and he's essentially saying, like, I just want you to understand, like, that's my baby, like, that was a big deal for me, and she's like, I, I understood it from the beginning when you said, like, you were going to give her away, and which reminds me, in the beginning, was that something Justin offered to do, or something Alexis asked him to do? I feel like... Wait, okay, let me think back for a second. Remember, what did he offer it up? I think he did. And she was I like, think okay, he was great. like, well, yeah. Right, so, yeah. I mean, he offered. I think he was like, well, I would give her up if that would make us be able to stay married, but I don't know if I would have been so quick to do that. But also, like, I feel like he said that and didn't realize that that's what it was going to come to. I think that he thought that she was going to go to training and be great and was going to come back and it wouldn't have been an issue. Mm. Um, but that was not the case. But I just also, wouldn't even said it. I would have been like, let's go to training first and see how that goes. Mm. And then we can come with a game plan after that. I remember he regretted it, too, because he was just like, oh, well, sometimes, you know, you say things and you don't realize. And it's yeah, like, I think no, he Justin. knew because... <laughs> After she was in, even like while when he first took her, he kind of like was talking about her not coming back or what mm-hmm. all that was going to mean. And so, you know, your dog, man, you know, she over there not having a good time, especially under this tutelage that you have put her. Um, this stressful situation, her being outside in the California heat all day and then expected to interact well with others. Man. Just set her up to fail. So, yeah, so. I thought it was really strange when he was just like, yeah, since I gave my dog up for you, basically, you know, I'm dedicated to this marriage, which already feels very manipulative. Mm-hmm. Um, just the way he's saying that. 
And so then Alexis is like, well, I don't want you to just keep bringing this up. You know, every argument is like, well, I gave up my dog for you. And it's like, okay, this is an awful situation. It is not pretty. <laughs> this is just not good. Um, so then we transition into Kristen and Mitch. Um, I'm assuming this is like probably day two or day three of Mitch being gone. She's like, let's FaceTime daddy. I'm like, okay. <laughs> this has um, gone real far real fast is what I can tell. So Mitch says that he's been having a good time. He's been working, but also exhausting. He said that they did whale watching and it was very reminiscent of the honeymoon, but he was also very seasick. Um, I'm assuming that, I don't know where they are, because when he said whale watching, obviously he's on the western coast, but he could be anywhere from Washington to fucking Cabo. I don't know where the man is. Um, but he says that he's been way more social than he's been in years, and he's looking forward to coming home. He misses having coffee with Chris in the mornings, and misses the good parts of their life together. He's been laying it on real thick here lately. Mm. I mean, I think we know The why. best part of my later, retreat was you. Later scenes. <laughs> so, yeah. So, that was yeah. all I got from that. Did you get anything else? Um, no, I was a little distracted uh, by her look. <laughs> yeah, uh, she, it was an interesting look for her. She seemed like, wow. Like, they were talking like, about, like, going to the beach when he gets back. And I know she has, like, these highlights and some heavy blush on. Yeah, she was giving it to us. <laughs> I <was laughs> it like, didn't. What? I mean, we've talked a lot about her. Her appearance has come up multiple times, but this look, I was just like, "What happened?" Um, hmm. I didn't, I didn't enjoy it, but you know. Yeah, it was interesting. Um, do you wanna... That was just throwing me off while they were chatting. Damn it! Isn't my turn again with these people? Yes. <laughs> Love it. All right. Well. Okay. Lindy and Miguel are up next. They're at the gym. They've decided that that's what they need to do is exercise together. Um, Lindy's trying to do the exercises, and she decides it'd just be better for her to be Miguel's cheerleader, which is exactly what he asked her to do at the dodgeball game. So she's learning. Um, and he's, like, doing different exercises. She's like, oh, Miguel, blah, 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 blah. They get back to the apartment, and he has something for her. Her insurance card came in the mail. I guess he did take the step and add her to his insurance. After uh, she said she'd get hit by a bus and he wouldn't even fucking care. So he cares now. Uh, They bring up the name change. And she wants to feel more secure, I guess, have decision day. Before the whole name change thing comes. Uh, she talks to him and she's saying her doubt is essentially coming from him because he has been like kind of hot and cold with her. She says she's very happy to be LOA forever. Um, but this whole name change thing is for him, not for her. And then he gets kind of pissy and he's like, well, we can keep it like that then. And just kind of shuts down like he's been doing. It's just too soon, you know, on the heels of this last weekend to keep poking the bear. Um, what all did you get from it? That was literally it. Like, he's just so sensitive. Like, yeah. she's, like, to change your name is such a big thing. He's like, well, you can be like that forever. Like, what is wrong with you? Like, he's yeah. just been on one for, like, the past week. And I don't know if he's still tired or it's, I don't know. Miguel needs to schedule another session with <laughs> he, his therapist. He needs a session. I don't even know if he goes, does he go to therapy? I would hope he's going. But, like, if he's on a break, he needs to, like, get in and be like, look. I'm not doing well. I'm really stressed out. (laughs) 
just yeah. get on the books again if you're not if you yeah, need someone for a check in and to stay on because I'm just like this he's going through something but it's not coming out well he's not coping very well at all yeah so we get to a little uh, double scene um Justin and Nate are at the gym and those who don't even wives, like each other no and their wives Tasha and Alexis are I don't know stretching um so I'm just gonna <laughs> cover I'm gonna cover Justin and Nate first and then Sasha and Alexis so okay Justin and Nate are at the gym. Um, at first, I had Nate is lifting weights, but then I saw that Justin did join him. Um, <laughs> Justin says that this afternoon... Justin needs to be on that treadmill like he said he was going to do. Why he Honestly, playing with them weights. I don't know. Just I'm just glad he's there. Um, so Justin said that this afternoon he was feeling vulnerable and he needed some affirmation. So he texted her and said, I know it's a stupid question, but he asked if she could tell him that she was going to say yes on decision day because he needed to hear it or, I guess, see it. Um, he says that she kept deflecting, and she says that she's in it and she's going to be patient. But when he gave Maya away, he was under the impression that they were on the same page, and she should have told him if things had changed. He feels like she's trying not to hurt his feelings and is trying to let him down. Nate says in his confessional that Alexis is immature and is a liar, and she's leading him on. Justin says that now he's going to take emotions out of it and is going to look at the facts, and he thinks that he is being played. Mm. So then Sasha and Alexis are doing something on the yoga mats. Um, Sasha says that she thinks she's either gaining weight or losing weight. I don't really know how you could be confused about either of those. Which is it? Um, They're on their yoga mats. Um, Alexis says that she got a really strange text from Justin today. She says that they were already um, talking about um, decision day and they were looking for a partner. But then he texted her and asked her what her decision was. And she was just like, well, is your decision dependent on mine? And he said, yes. And she was like, well, you have more to think about. Um, I think that Alexis didn't really like that. Like, he's not choosing what's best for him. He's choosing whatever she's choosing, which is just another form of weakness, I think. Like, already mm, he's just weakness, Strong language. I mean, I'm sorry, Justin, for all the Justin lovers out there, but it's like, why are you dependent on me? Like, make up mm-hmm. your own mind and your heart of hearts. Um, and so Sasha says that, you know, they're planning on moving into her home, their home. Um, she says once his lease is up, they're going to move in. They went to a hardware store where picking out things that she did not like. Alexis asked what the compromise was, and she said they haven't gotten there yet. Mm. <laughs> Any thoughts? It's <sighs> going about as bad as you would expect it to. Um, no, I just thought it was interesting, uh, Nate and Justin's interaction, because there's, what did Nate tell us? Who? I like Justin was like, not a bitch but he called him something crazy yeah <laughs> let me see i mean they don't he doesn't like him or alexis so I don't no know what that was oh yeah nate tells us that he thinks alexis is immature and a liar she he feels like she's leading justin on and not being straight with him mm-hmm. um yeah it was just kind of really uncomfortable and i definitely think production orchestrated this because i've never seen these two groups of people hang out ever um, yeah, Justin is saying it's about a 90% no for him, and that he feels played by... Wait, I thought he said it was 90% yes. No, he said 90% no after this, because he's looking at facts. He's oh, taking emotion out of it. Goodness. 
All right. I'm uh-huh. Confused. Uh-huh. I think I got confused with the next conversation. Oh, probably. <laughs> probably. It's just, I, I think he's, after she didn't give him that straight answer, I think he just kind of, you know, went to the complete opposite direction. And, you know, he's still softened about the Maya thing. So he's like, well, she can't even tell me, yes, I really need that, you know, whatever. It's going to be no for me. We are five days from Decision Day, and Nate takes Stasha hiking. Or why are you doing this? I'm supposed to take this. Why? You just did them. <laughs> I know why you're doing this. Fine. Go ahead. You just did two couples back to back. Okay. Okay. You got it. <laughs> the, the scene you have is actually very short and creepy, but it is. <laughs> um. Okay, so Nate takes Stasha hiking. If you all remember when we first met Nate, one of his female friends was saying like he loves hikes and sunsets. I think that was in his vows or something. Um, so they're going hiking, but this isn't... Stasha's like, we're going hiking, hiking, and like not a trail, but it's, it's a trail, kind of. It's like a driveway. Well, it looked like it was the start of, like, a park hike, like a real hike. Like, you know, there's, like, that gravel road before you get to, like, the real hike? Yeah. That's kind of what it looked like, but I don't even think they got to that. This was, like, big enough for two cars to fit on. Um, I was like, y'all haven't even... And she had on chucks, so I was like, y'all ain't about to hike I'm like, y'all ain't doing nothing. They both were holding (laughs) bottles of water. I was like, so y'all not going nowhere. No, no but this is backpack. No, no one's got on shit. They got a granola bar. They're just walking <laughs> around. He does offer to put some, some sunscreen on her, and I thought that was cute, but no, that's but as much as we got. Nowhere. Um, so she said they're like just walking and holding hands. It's pretty flat. There's no like, you say gravel, but it's like the smallest, like, it's not paved, is what she means. Mm-hmm. It's dusty. Um, Stasha says she wants to continue doing stuff like that even when they have kids, and Nate is like, he doesn't think they'll have as much fun with a newborn. Uh, so that's kind of where we go off. We're talking about kids still, because y'all remember they were just talking about kids at the house, and now we're still talking about it. He says he has a surprise for her, and that they're going to make chips and guac at a picnic table. <laughs> I have to sneeze. Excuse me. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was like, such a random outing. I don't know what that had to do with anything. Anything. And then she was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> again, all right. I think some of these are very much production-centered things. It's like, all right, we need y'all to sit down and do something. So, what y'all want to do? Make chips and guac or eat chips and guac? Um, so, as they're preparing to make the, the guac, he's telling her how he wants the tomatoes cut and stuff like that. Tomatoes. And he says... Did, was it a tomato she was, it was cutting? Avocado was and, lim- and the limes. Oh, she was cutting the lime. That's right. I'm sorry. <laughs> she was cutting the limes, and he tells her how to do it. She's just following directions, trying to be a better listener. And he says he wants to talk about fun and kids. And she's saying she doesn't want to be boring where their life revolves around a kid. He um, envisions going hard and being a full-time dad going from, hard. like, yeah, from the time the kid is, like, born to three, he says. Uh, and so, for him, that means, like, no week-long vacations. You can't leave your kid somewhere for a week, and you can't take your kid on a vacation for a week. 
she asks him if he's nervous about all the transitions. He says he is. Uh, she says she's excited after being on her own and not having to compromise on anything, but she's, like, looking to adjust to that. Uh, he asks if he'll get on her nerves. Since this Come back to this whole house thing. Like, I'm living in your house. What's going to happen when I get on your nerves? And she's like, what do you mean? It's our house. Da, da, da. He's like, yeah, but it's still your house. Even though, like you're saying, it's our house and we'll be living in it together, it's still really your house. Mm-hmm. He, he says he feels vulnerable being in there. And he asks if it'll ever get to the point where she would kick him, want to kick him out. And he says, she, I mean, he, Sasha says, no, it wouldn't. And he says, so, okay, let's say, like, we separate, we decide to get a divorce. Where would I go? I'd be homeless. And y'all remember, this man has been homeless before. This is his trauma and insecurity speaking. Stasha, well, we don't get an answer from Stasha. But I think it is a a lot for him to envision putting your whole well-being on someone else. Mm. Like, this woman is giving me a place to live, even though she's saying it's ours and I may be helping out with bills. Right. She can never, it'll never be my house. Mm-hmm. Which is... It's really hard. Like, maybe we need to not do this house because, I mean, it's a beautiful house, but can we buy a beautiful house together? I mean, that's what I was thinking. I was like, I don't think this is going to work. Like, he's never going to feel, like, completely comfortable. And honestly, like, I don't – and she's not really helping that matter. Well, yeah, that's the thing. I mean, she built this house with herself in mind. And so nothing in this house was built around – him, what he needs, his input, what he likes. Mm. The whole thing is built around her. Yeah. And she does have investment properties, so like maybe her and Jose talk about, not that she needs Jose for anything, but... No. <laughs> she might want to go ahead and rent this house out, and I know this probably home. feels... I know, it probably feels like a really big loss. Like, I waited so long for this house to be built, it's finally here, and now I can't even live in it. But in sacrificing for Nate's comfort... She's not going to be able to make this house comfortable with him unless she pulls up the carpet, changes, like, all the white stuff, and lets it be a little bit more comfortable. Yeah. I just, And maybe after the cameras are gone, maybe they can really get into those conversations because there's no way this is sustainable. It's Um, it's really not. And I know she's saying, like, oh, well, I wouldn't kick you out, but it's going to be uncomfortable for him either way, even if he's staying in a separate bedroom to, like, it's basically living in her mind. Yeah. It's kind of how this house is. It's tough. I don't think she sees it as that. I know she's, like, being quote-unquote generous by saying, like, it's our house. But, like, girl. Does she go to therapy, too? Both of them need to do some individual therapy. I think she was doing therapy, right? Because she was the one that's talking to him about it. Mm, well. In the beginning. Again, everybody needs to re-up. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> if y'all had stopped because of the filming schedule or whatever, Get please. Get back on. Please, Please make time because I think she really, I do think she really likes him and wants to be with yeah. him. I just don't think under the circumstances of moving someone into a house that you designed around yourself is going to be productive, mm-hmm. especially this man doesn't have his own stuff. And like he said from the beginning about having kids, I want to make X amount of money in order to have kids. Even though you make 425, I make 150. So that's not, I'm not ready to have kids on that salary. Right. Yeah. So he's not really wanting to lean so much on her as she is wanting to wanting him to I guess it's weird I don't think for a new relationship that can be 
the case, you know. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, so we move on to Lindy and Miguel. Um, Miguel says that things have been very tense with them lately, and so I guess he thinks it's the perfect time to have the friends over <laughs> and, and blow off. Might as well. Team. Mine um, as well. <laughs> which was an interesting choice. I was like, so because things are so tense, you're like, let's bring more people into this. <laughs> let's just, you know, have <laughs> some fun about while we're here. It. I was like, all right, that sounds great. Um, so they're having their friends over. They're dressed in like, someone's dressed in like a cloak. Um, Lindy and Miguel are in some sort of like hooded animal furs. <laughs> um, Miguel says he wants to play Dungeons and Dragons. He really loves it. Um, he says he knows it's awkward between them, but he thinks it'd be fun to have people over. Lindy hasn't played before. Um, so, you know, they're playing the game. Um, it was really difficult to follow what was happening. Something about you just make up a story and then you just go along. I don't, I really don't know. Yeah, I mean, I've never played Dra- Dungeons and Dragons either. So I was like, is this the way it goes? It was just really confusing. Something about um, a man, you slap him. That's <laughs> like, I don't <laughs> oh, really Miguel understand. somehow became the storyteller. Yeah. Then he was of like, the she's, night. She's with a woman. I was, and so he said it was like Mastoria, and there's some bouncer at the door, and <laughs> it's very much like giving improv, where like, okay, this yes. person adds to the story, yes. and this person adds to the story, but I had the same thought as you, I was like, so you just, Dungeons and Dragons as you make the story up as you go along? Yeah, that's what it seemed like, um, again, just really confusing. It was very cringy. <laughs> I mean, you know, to each his own. I was just like, all right, cool. It just seemed like he had a lot of say. And I think that was the cringy part. Because he was like, this person reacts like this. And then what do you do? Like, it just seemed like he was kind of getting off on it. <laughs> yeah, it was very interesting. Um, so that at some point they um, venture off. Lindy is with, I think, his friend? Is that his friend or her friend? No, one of those is her friends and one is his friend. So they each had a friend over. Okay, okay, yeah. So she and her friend are talking. Um, and honestly, y'all, it's the same thing. Lindy says that she's feeling very stifled. She's feeling like he's controlling her. These past um, these past seven weeks, he was very... Um, what did she say he was? He was very Girl, consistent. I didn't even take notes on this part because it was <laughs> all stuff I had heard before. <laughs> Said he was very consistent. I'm actually going off. I'm going off the dome here. I'm going off my head. Um, oh, good. So he's very consistent. And then all of a sudden this past week, it's just been nothing but turmoil. She starts crying. She's just like, I can't be censored. I can't be tamed. Oh, wait, no, that's a Britney Spears song. Um, but that's basically how she feels. Like, she can't be censored. Like, everything she does pisses him off. Um, and he's always wanting to just, you know, jump ship, and she's just really uncomfortable with that. And then her friend is just like, maybe this isn't, uh, what does she say? Do what's best for you. Hmm. And then that's all I got. Okay. At the same time, Miguel's talking to his friend um, oh, about something. Catch that. <laughs> what yeah, there were like two concurrent conversations going on, but both of them are saying Lord. things you've already heard before. Yeah. So we'll skip all that. Anywho's. Great. Uh, Kristen and Mitch, we are now filming them. He's back. They are going to the beach like they said they were going to do. He is driving. And he says he's super hungover. We've been feeling like shit. She asked why. And he says he went out last night. There was karaoke. He says he thought about her because y'all remember they had that karaoke date. Mm-hmm. Um, and he says he really started the party. She's looking over at him from the passenger seat, kind of like checking things out. 
And she asked, uh, was he wearing his ring? Or did he, is his ring in the car? And he says, oh, no, it's right here. And he puts it on. He's like, I'm married again. And she kind of inquires about that. And he says, well, I just wasn't ready to be married in front of my whole company. But all the people that are close to me know that I'm married. Um, just kind of saying that if he was wearing a ring in front of everyone, there would have been more questions he would have had to at, answer. Kind of like, oh, what's going on? You're married. How's that going? Like those kinds of conversations when you see people that you don't usually see. Which I'm kind of like, all right, okay. Mm-hmm. Kristen asked, were there any cute girls at this conference? Now, remember, Mitch is an environmentalist. So this conference is at the beach and with surfer girls, kind of like how he imagined Kristen was <laughs> going to be. He likes those those surfer girls. They got a vibe to them, and, you know, he thought that's how his wife was going to be. Um, so he's like, oh, jealous type or something like that. He starts stumbling over his words a little bit. He says, well, there's always cute girls in the beach world. There were actually only a few guys. Um, most of the people there were women. Uh, he says, Mitch being Mitch, he's like, after the party, it's the hotel lobby. After the lobby, it's the after party. You know what they say. And he's like, yeah, it's <laughs> up late. <laughs> I was like, are you okay? Mitch is an interesting character, as we've we've known, I guess, all along. So he says he was up super late at the hotel um, with all the people hanging out. They make it to the beach. They take Luna surfing. Um they're like sitting on some rocks, talking, connecting after. It's all cute, warm, whatever. Um, however, as they're talking about like how good Luna was doing, uh, I think at one point Kristen was like crying about like how he took her on the board, whatever. Mitch is talking to us in his uh, little talking head. This man looks stressed out. He says this week has been the old him, but coming back to her feels good. But there's like this big separation between who he used to be and who he has to be now, like as a husband. And it's probably not being helped by she's calling him Luna's daddy. And it's like, <laughs> it's just weird. It's weird. Um, so yeah, some interesting things going on with Mitch there, but he didn't tell Kristen this. I think he's learned not to tell her too much because he can overshare at times in a way that's not beneficial. That's all I got. Yeah, that was literally it. Um, I just... <laughs> these two are... something. Mm -hmm. um, it was just so interesting when she's like, yeah, I almost got emotional. But I don't think they're going to say yes on Decision mm. Day either. It's just too much. Everyone's Maybe just got not. too much. Too much. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm -hmm. And that's it. That's all I got. Where are you taking us to now? Um, was there someone else after this? For the rest of the show? Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, girl. <laughs> okay. So you kind of... All right, let's see. No, who's, who's after this? Well, Lindy and Miguel are after this, but you already did that part. And then Stasha and Nate, and then Kristen oh, and yeah. Mitch and Alexis and Justin. I didn't pull over all my notes. Sorry. That's why I was like, wait, what? Okay, yeah. Let me pull over my notes, y'all. Sorry. 
I was like, who else is left? Well, can you take it while I pull over my notes? Yes. Okay. So, uh, the scene after that is the scene where Lindy was talking to her friend. And let's see what Miguel was saying. Oh, nothing. Same thing I already said. Uh, Stasha and Nate, they walk in from their hike, and they're still talking about kids. She says she's afraid to have a kid without a dad, because that was her experience. Apparently, he's scared that she'll be irresponsible, because she's saying she wants to have fun. He's thinking, like, maybe she'll go out and do a bunch of wild stuff, and, you know, just, I don't know, not be there for their kid. Uh, at this point, we learned that Nate's dad was 36 when he was born, and his mom was only 23. Mm. And so... He feels like his mom wasn't ready to have a kid when Obviously. she had him. <laughs> like, I just, this was very important information to have. I was like, what? Yeah. So Stasha's like, but I'm 37. Like, I'm not 23. I'm not doing some of this. I'm not going out every night, whatever, now. So why do you think I'd be doing that when I have a kid? And so it seems like our mommy issues and daddy issues are getting the both of each of us in this situation to me. But we just, yeah, it's like apartment cam footage of them crazy. talking. But also, like, I'm very interested in how his dad met his mom. Because she's what? Military. Of, yeah, but what, she's of Asian, what, Korean? Was it Vietnamese? She's Korean, and he, I think his dad, I remember he talked about them being stationed in Germany. But mm. his dad might have been stationed in Korea before that. That's interesting. Yeah. And I mean, that age gap is. Considerable. Okay. <laughs> I was like, oh. Yeah. So, yeah, that, I mean, okay, yeah. All right, whatever. I was like, this is crazy. Um, so then we have Alexis and Justin and Kristen and Mitch. Uh, Mitch tells us that apparently. Do you notice that Lindy and Miguel aren't hanging out with anybody? They can't. They are going through <laughs> it. They are not having any couple outings. Just, just interesting. Like, honestly, like, I was just like. They're just going through it. Yeah. Um, so then uh, Mitch tells us that Chris and Alexis talk every day and that they're BFFs. Mm. Um, they're all playing ping pong. Um, Justin is apparently the best ping pong player, <laughs> um, which is cute. So they're sitting down having drinks. Kristen tells them about Mitch and his conference. She, I just love that she just is an open book. Um, she said that they were texting and, and they FaceTimed. Um, he says that he was really wrapped up in his presentations and she asked if he wore his ring the whole time. And he says he did not wear his ring the whole time. Um, he says that everyone's very interested in gossip and it was very stressful and he didn't want his CEO or his boss, like kind of like, um, attacking him, which I actually kind of get, mm -hmm. I actually kind of understand that. Um, and so then we transition into some sort of joke. Um, Mitch says that he did have his, co his cock ring on that Nate let him borrow, but it was much too big for him. Mm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Mitch is on one. Him and Kristen together, I can see. I can see why they were matched now. <laughs> I was like, what? Oh, my God. So then uh, Justin tells us about Maya and how she's 17 hours away. Um, he also says that him and Alexis are going back and forth about um, decision day. Um, 
Alexis is apparently 90% sure that she will say yes. And Mitch asks if that is good enough for Justin, and he says no. Mm. Interesting. Did I, did I miss anything else? Um, no. No, it's a pretty straight no. Um, he does say, Justin does say that if, if he knew she felt that way, then he would have held off on Maya. Um, or he wishes she would have said, like, you know, you may want to wait on Maya because I'm not 100%, blah, 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 blah. Um, he tries to say, like, he felt like Kristen did with the whole situation with her sister, that he just needed the affirmation. Uh, Kristen's like, well, if I was, if I was 90%, it would make me a no. Mitch is also identifying with Alexis because he's like, well, I'm not going to lie to you and tell you something that's not true, essentially. Um, and he talks about things he hasn't been able to do since he's been married, like riding his bike. And Mitch and Alexis both say, like, they can't say things they don't mean. Uh, but I guess the big question we leave that scene on, leave that scene on is, is the last eight weeks something I want to continue? And that comes from Kristen. It's how she's making her decision. So it's kind of difficult. I've never considered, like, Mitch and Alexis to be similar, but it does seem like they are both not able to hide how they feel. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's going to be curtains for Justin. I would be very surprised if they stayed married, just like flabbergasted. Yeah, both of those couples are not staying together. Yeah, I could see Kristen saying yes, but I could see Mitch being like, actually, I'm going to go for a surfer girl. Oh, Lord. Okay. Um... Oh, you have oh, you have the next one. Okay. Do you want to take them? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it should be short because it's like, what? How many times can we say the same thing over and over? It is short. Point? Okay, so we get some apartment cam footage of Lindy and Miguel. It is as their friends le- their friends are leaving. Lindy's on the couch. She's like, bye, y'all. Thanks for coming, blah, blah, blah. Um, Miguel is still mentally in the same spot. Uh, he apparently has picked up on some energy. He says he's terrified about what was shared. Uh, Lindy went to speak to her friend Gabby, and she said, I needed to. I needed to vent. I needed to talk to my friend. He says when he walked in, it felt, like, really heavy. And so he was wondering, like, oh, no, what's been going on that I haven't been around for? He feels like he's being made the villain. He says, uh, Lindy's kind of like, well, you're making it all about you, you, you right now. And it wasn't that. I just needed to talk to somebody to get support for me. He says, this is too much, and I just I just can't do this. I can't be in another two-faced relationship where you're, like, talking to me, but then you're talking shit about me behind my back if there's an issue, and you should be talking to me about it and not talking to someone else about it. So he's just kind of going down his own, um, own Mitch spiral that he's been on where she just can't do anything right. And she went to talk to her friend, and I guess he didn't think he was going to come up at all. I'm not sure how he thought that was going to go. Um, not saying that you should talk shit about your spouse, but he's saying he would never like talk bad about her, or do anything like that um, to like someone else. But I don't think it's uncommon for people in relationships to have friends that they confide in about whatever's going on. I don't know. I just, what do you I, think? So I actually, I was kind of halfway, I was with him and her because I can see how you are married. So if you're venting about your spouse, I do think it's weird that like you're venting about your spouse and they're literally in the same (laughs) 
area. That's kind of bold. <laughs> like, but I, that is, that's a lot. And I'm also just like, but I'm right here. Like, why can't you just talk to me about it? So, I mean, that was kind of, but then she's like, oh, I just need to blow off steam. And I'm like, oh, don't make me agree with Miguel, please. Um, but she's tried to talk to him and he has not been responsive. Yeah, that is true. I mean, this is a, a week and a half, probably going into now. And he doesn't hear anything she's saying. Yeah, that's true. So at that point, I'm like, how can you expect me to talk to you? You're not even listening. You're just yeah. coming at me all the time. I mean, that's true. It's just, I don't know. That was weird for her to like just be like sitting there venting and crying. He literally in the next room, and I'm like, ugh. Yeah, so it probably wasn't energy he felt. It was probably things he actually heard. Right. But. So I'm like, well, damn. <laughs> we trying to have a good time. You over here crying. Mm-hmm. Oh, Lord. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, I guess we're not looking too good on our percentages for this season. But are we ever? Or we just, you know, keep shooting for the stars? <sighs> I mean, I just, who's going to stay together at this point? Is it even worth it? But who who would stay together? Oh, it's just not, it's just Nate and Stasha. Uh, well, they look like they're having some conflict next week where he like walks off on her. So I was like, oh great. Well, I mean, for, uh, yeah, I can see how that might happen. <laughs> <laughs> My goodness. Yeah. So, um, quite a bit of things happening next week. Next week is the last episode before Decision Day, and it looks like in that episode, everyone will be talking to their closest people, trying to get some last-minute advice before they make the biggest, the second biggest decision of their lives, which was, first was joining the show and agreeing to marry someone you have no idea who they are and trusting these experts. Um, yeah, what are you watching um, nothing new, honestly. I've been so busy this week with work, so I've just been watching my usual housewives. Um, and yeah, that's it. Okay. <gasps> what am I watching? Well, glad what you asked. You? Okay. <sighs> Last week, I was very pleasantly surprised. One of my favorite shows um, appeared on Netflix in a reboot. It is called The Mole. It was originally a show that I believe was on CBS, maybe. Back in the day, um, they had a couple of seasons. They even had like a celebrity season. The way the mole works, it's a group of people. They're solving missions together. However, one person is a devil agent, which kind of means they're working to sabotage the whole game. So if the people figure out who the mole is, then they split the pot at the end. But if the mole fools everyone, the mole gets the pot. Um, game show. I do. The celebrity <laughs> season had Dennis Rodman on there, oh. and I was like, he seems very moly. Like he just seemed like he tried to mess things up for everybody. That's why he's planted there. He wants you to think that. <sighs> yeah, but this this new season, it's on Netflix. Um, there are no celebrities in it, so it's just kind of you're kind of keeping track of who is actually sabotaging, and who's like making mistakes. But mm. it's very easy to make a mistake. But you can also be looked at as the mole. So five episodes came out last week. I believe five come out this week. And I don't know if that includes the season finale. Um, but I did sit there, get a little weepy, because I was, like, so excited the show was back on. I had missed it so much. Apparently, they also have uh, this show in other countries, uh, like Germany, oh, has a mole. Cool. I didn't realize that, but I was watching 
new challenge came on this week as well, and uh, a girl from Germany was saying she was on the mole Germany side. So I was like, oh, interesting. So that's what I have been most excited about watching and waiting for all week. Um, but if you like a little espionage, little it's not quite game show, game show, but it is a game show. There's an, an objective there for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, would recommend to watch just for some lighter content. The world is still very much on fire. If you've been keeping up with, uh, you know, world events, uh, celebrity divorces here in the States have been sky high, just just not encouraging. (laughs) Um, That's on the lighter end of things. The, The actual world is on fire. But over here, we have like, you know, just a lot of drama and social life of people. So, yeah. What can you do? Just living in Nothing, Armageddon. Just, just, what happens? I'm gonna just keep on watching the mole and pretending I'm not here. <laughs> well, you guys, we will be back soon. Thank you for sticking around. Thank you for listening. Um, like, subscribe, everything that we have. Come onto our Instagram page. Check us out on Twitter. Love on us. Uh, we'll be back soon, y'all. Bye. Bye. <laughs>